CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And Arizona men's basketball just um, beat Montana State. It's so weird to say that, Montana State. Uh, the entire state. It was the great. entire state of it Montana was there. It was a remarkable win. It was five guys versus an entire state. Um, eighty-five to sixty-four was the final score. We and... have so much grind tonight. Signing day is in um, like twenty minutes. I think. Right. What time is it right now? I don't know. It feels. That way. It feels like that. If you're overseas, you're already mm-hmm. signing. Alabama just signed a kid from Finland. It's already begun. Yeah. So it begins. And I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it'll be Arizona necessarily, but I've heard from enough people that it's going to be, might wind up being the wildest signing day ever in terms of switches and flips. Ooh, exciting. Not for Arizona, though. It's boring. Oh. Boring is good because it means that you haven't lost, guys. Boring is committed. Wow. Like a long-term relationship. That's right. That you've been in since 2005. Wait, what's going on? What? Uh, I'm here to announce that I am entering the portal. You changed your mind. Um, Shelby wants bigger NIL deals. I am not going to announce it till tomorrow, though, officially. Big NIL deals. Yes. Anyway, until that time, we should discuss basketball. Yes, Arizona had a basketball game. It was a game that occurred that Arizona played at, and uh, they won, which is good. I believe there was some uh, comments about how they won. People, it's always interesting to me, like if you beat somebody by twenty-one points and yet Arizona didn't play that great, or allegedly didn't play that great. Allegedly, Tommy Lloyd though was uh, not very happy after the win. Why was that? Well, I think every coach has a game like this where they win, but the coach wants to get a message across. Sean used to do it. Um, Every pack. Sure, Luke did. Yeah, most coaches do it. it. Tommy, I honestly don't know if Tommy's had it. I think this might have been his first one since coming to Arizona, where it's just a reminder of you need to bring the same effort uh, every night. And there was quite a few things that he wasn't happy with. He specifically implied strongly, strongly implied that guys were playing a little too individual for him. Now Arizona still had 15 assists on 27 buckets. But he implied that the connectedness, well, he basically said the connectedness wasn't as good as he wanted to see it against Montana State. And there's been times where it's become a little too individual. Kirk Creesa got a tech, which on the outside seemed like he was defending Pella. But Tommy basically said he's, he's tired of the techs. Pella Larson had a play where he was very dramatic and basically didn't score or get back on defense. And um, Cedric Henderson had one where... He went for a one-handed dunk and got blocked when he could have just probably finished the play. And basically, Tommy Lloyd, for the first time, this was their their talk. Like, this may have been Montana State. We have 
we may have won by 21, but there's, he said it a few times, there's standards, and the standards at Arizona are very high, and the, the standards are probably more difficult than the, the final score itself. And he said that basically, uh, you know, in, in order to win games, he's got to meet his standard. His standard's high, and, and Arizona hasn't met it. Now, of course, Arizona's coming off a win against Tennessee, where they clearly met that standard. So this is probably their look. We're, we're going to beat – we beat this team by 21. We're going to beat Morgan State by 40. But if we don't play well, ASU is going to give us a very difficult basketball game in a week or so. So I think this was kind of just his – we need to be better and we need to be focused over the next week or else we're going to lose a game or two we shouldn't. You got to run a tight ship, Jason. I do. Every yeah. single time. Get it tight, get it right. Um, or is it get it right, get it tight? Get it right, get it right, get it tight. Hootie in the well. I always sing that song wrong and Jason thinks it's really funny. It is funny. For years I have always sang it. Booty at booty, the well. rocking at the well. <laughs> like Shelby, no one has wells. <laughs> Um, actually, my grandparents do. I have a well on my grandparents' the, land. That's where you put the bodies. Uh, no comment about that. And, uh, yeah, there's always a game that is kind of like a tune-up reminder that you can't leave points on the table that you could have got. So kind of getting sloppy around the basket and not getting that basket that you should have gotten because you were trying to show off is just unacceptable when you are actually in Pac-12 play especially against ASU. So hopefully that was a really good reminder. Yes. Thank you, Shelby. Yeah. That was my reminder to Arizona. Don't do it again. Um, is this one of those wins that will look better as the season goes on? Yeah. So I think one of the things that happened tonight with fans is in the nicest way possible, your average Arizona fan knows more about Arizona than they would anybody else. So to them, they see little Montana State come in. This team, I said, was probably, and Tommy Lloyd said it was the best buy game that Arizona had on the schedule. I thought that was obvious, meaning you pay teams to come play you. Montana State, clearly the best of the bunch. Um, This is a team that won the Big Sky and made the NCAA tournament last year. It is a team that was picked to win the Big Sky this year. On Ken Palm, they're only predicted to have three more losses the rest of the season. Two of those are by one point on the road, and another is by two points on the road. Um, This is a very good chance that this is a tournament team. Again, they play hard. They're very well coached. And we're going to look at this game. My guess is we're going to look at this game and say, you know, Arizona, Montana State, I'm assuming they're going to make the tournament. I mean, obviously, Montana can make it in that conference or whatever it may be. But um, you're basically, I mean, they're a 15 seed. I think Lunardi has them as a 15 in his stupid way-too-early bracket. But Montana State is a solid team. And and I think that overall, people that are kind of casuals, I guess, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think the casuals need to understand that Montana State is probably a better team than people that are going to look at the Buskers and go, "Oh, Montana State!" Like they're they're a legitimately good basketball team with you know their best player, Raquan Battle, used to be a Pac-12 player. Um, Drew Beal Bello is a legitimately good big, one of the best bigs in the country at drawing fouls per forty. Uh, he played well, and and they're just they're a, they're a, a solid. They're not outstanding. They're not great, but they're a very solid, well coached basketball team. Awesome. Well, 
Montana State did something unique tonight. What was it and how did it work? They basically said if Arizona is going to win, it's going to be the guards that beat us. Kirk Reese has said for what he thinks might be the first time in two years since Tommy Lloyd got to Arizona, they went underneath the screens. Um, and they basically said they were willing to give guards some open looks in order to make sure the bigs didn't beat him. When Umar Balo got the ball in the paint, it felt like half the team, like three guys, just converged on him. Uh, Balo only took seven shots. He had four fouls, three turnovers, so he had 11 and 10. Uh, Zoo had 14 and 9, but a lot of his stuff came in transition. Both of them had four fouls. They attacked the bigs. They were aggressive at him. They went right at him. But mostly they, they said, look, we're... We're going to take that away. And Arizona had 26 points in the paint. It's had performances much better than that. Montana State had 24 points in the paint. Um, the guards played well enough. They shot 40. You shoot 40% from three, you're going to win a lot of basketball games. But it was unique because basically a lot of teams have been scared to do that against Arizona. Utah did something similar, and it was a great strategy, and it worked in the first meeting. We'll see if it works in the second. Montana State pretty much copied what Utah did. And it worked for a little bit. I mean, Arizona only shot. They scored 85 points. A lot of that is 29 free throw attempts, 21 points at the free throw line, 30 points from behind the arc. So 51 of those points from the line or, or by, from three. Um, but, you know, they shot 44%. There weren't a lot of great looks. And they basically made the Arizona's bigs lives miserable and challenged the guards. And, and that's what we're, we're going to probably see from a lot of teams moving forward. Now, not every team is capable of doing that. Um, but that's probably a strategy that you're going to see from from quite a few teams moving forward. And Montana State, I thought, had a good strategy. Just at the end of the day, you got to have good enough personnel to run it. And uh, in Montana State, probably just you know they were overmatched against Arizona. I'm going to get really nerdy for a second. So you know, in, do you remember in Star Trek: Next Generation, like the Borg? No. Did yes, you ever that, watch? The Borg, you know the Borg. Know. That's fine. So like every time we have a game like this, like Arizona is like learning and assimilating. And so we have like the perfect creature at the end of the season, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. You know what I mean. No, I like it. That was really good. That was. I thought it was good. It was good. I think it's it's good for Azulis and for Balo to have distress and to learn how to play through that distress because it's just going to get worse. That's yeah. good. Yes. I think the one thing that probably disappointed me tonight was the lack of rebounding. Arizona only out-rebounded Montana State by 
five. Yeah, that, that was weird. That should have been domination. I mean, the and Montana State's a solid rebounding team, but the size difference is just, it's not there. And it, look, we, we always talk about the games before Christmas. I mean, Luke used to lose them all the time. Um, it, they, they aren't easy games this week. Students aren't on campus. You got finals. People are thinking about taking a break. Curry even said, like, we need a break. And so they'll get three or four days off after they beat Morgan State by 100. But I think everyone kind of needs a break. And you see certain teams, you know, they don't play well. Like They're a little loosey-goosey. Right. And, and this time of year, and then they get focused and all that. So I think that's kind of a little bit what uh what tonight was. Okay. Well, uh, which players do you want to give a holla? Oh, I thought you said holla. Well, you know, it's it's Hanukkah. That'd be tight, like... If I sent like a loaf of bread, I was like, Cedric Henderson, you won the holla of the night. And then it's a holla. But yeah, that's probably my first one. Cedric Henderson, 16 points in 25 minutes. He was absolutely fantastic. Made big shots when Arizona needed him the most. You know, Kylan Boswell's box scored four points, three rounds, two assists. He he also finished, though, with uh, four steals. I thought this was probably his second best of the game of the season. Besides that, like, I think he had 8.7 rebounds. Six assists, something like that. Really good defensively. Played the lanes well. Had a fantastic double clutch kind of fading to the left shot. Thought he played really well. Kirk Kreisa got another tech. Um, you know, Tommy Lloyd wasn't thrilled with it, but 18 points on six threes. Obviously, that's a that's a good night. Um, you know, I didn't think Pella played well. I didn't think Courtney Ramey played very well. But Cedric Henderson, Boswell, and Kirk Kreisa are probably the three that I'd like to point out. It'll be interesting moving forward what happens with the demo ball. Obviously, the the break will do him well, but um, Tommy Lloyd said he was basically playing on one leg up there, which is why he only played uh, three minutes. He has a, a hurt ankle. Uh, they don't really need him in this stretch, but they, they'd like to have him for ASU. But, um, you know, also shout out my boy. Um, I just wanted to make a funny joke. <laughs> His name is Great Osobor, but he did not play great tonight. And he was a bore. And he was a bore. Uh, my boy, who I said is actually decent, finished with zero points, five turnovers, and four fouls. So Every time you say, it's my boy, I want to say, the new day. My boy, great, didn't play so great. <laughs> really funny. That's not why I married you, though. Well, Bianca that just... noise right there. Literally also, I want to shout out the next three. We're, we're, uh, we're slow playing the end of this podcast because my guy, Mark Madsen, looking good. He's got some bags under his eyes. Come on, Utah Valley. But Utah Valley is uh, is up five. Sh- we're going to live play. No, we're not. Are we? Yeah, we is are. We're here. We're in it. We're already in it. All right. This 13 is how we seconds roll. left. Utah Valley's up. This would five. be a very bad, bad loss, loss for Oregon. I'm like, actually gonna before it resets. Super bad loss for Oregon. Come on now! Nah! Before it resets, um, you always gotta look at bad losses because Oregon's not. Oh very... shit! Nope. Oh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> look. Dude, that guy from Utah Valley just like elbowed Shelby, the Oregon this player. This is what watching games with Shelby's <laughs> like. You get the full experience. Oregon was 11 point favorites on Ken Palm. Shelby just shot her gun in the air and cursed. Live uh, on the air. Okay, that that's was, actually that a foul was a, on a Utah. Foul that should be a foul on Utah Valley. Yeah, that's why I said. Oh, that's why I said. Oh shit. No. Oh darn, Shelby. You're oh, supposed stop to stop it. Nobody's a prude here. Well, I am very. <laughs> oh my god, these Oregon fans are losing their mind. Um, someone just threw a live duck. There's there's the ducks court. flying everywhere. 
Anyway, as we were saying, so with that being said, Morgan State, I'm going to be honest, I'm a very busy man tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do an, a Morgan State preview. Yeah, just FYI, we're probably not. Here's your Morgan State preview. Let's just do it now. They okay. absolutely suck. Okay, they're 274 yeah. on Ken Palm. Are we talking about like Cal suck or like... Yes, so, okay. well, they have four wins, but... Um, they're 274th on Ken Palm. They're 327th on offense. They are one of the worst um, defensive. They are like the worst defensive rebounding team in the country. They're 362nd. They're 343rd in two points. They're 301st in free throw percentage. They're 348th in steal percentage. They turn the ball over. They don't shoot threes at all. They're actually 345th and three-point attempts to field goal attempts. They're small. They're 297th in the country. Yikes. They're only when you're going to laugh. I mean, we're, we're just watching. going on and no, on No, no, this here. is good. Okay, okay. They, I, but with all that being said, as bad as they are, they beat Utah Valley. Oh, really? <laughs> He's playing right now? He's currently beating Oregon. But they lost to Xavier by 23. They lost to VCU by 15. They lost to something called Queens. That isn't in New York by 10. Their only wins are Penn State, Allegheny, Penn State, Wilkes, Bar, Utah Valley, and Virginia Lynchburg. Arizona is favored on Ken Palm to win by 27. That might be too small. There's your Morgan State preview. You want to know the 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 matchup I'm most looking forward to? It's me when the game's over. Me versus parking. Okay, <laughs> that's that's the that's the matchup I'm looking. Oh my god! To. By the way, seven seconds left. Utah's up by five. Oregon's going down the court. This game's over. Oh, and he got that. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's okay, over. now it's 72. So, Utah Valley has beaten Oregon. Not Well, not quite. Point it's, six. Shelby, it's point six. It's the three point. What are I they going to do? I have to wait till the end because Dana day, Altman is a wily coyote. Rough day for the Oregon Ducks. Wow, Oregon Ducks just lost to Utah Valley-ish, almost. So. So, there you go. There you have it. We did it live. I only used one bad word, which is amazing for me. Also, shout out to Jason's dad, David Shear. Papa Shear is out of the hospital as of today. Got a long road. He has a long road. There's some lifestyle changes that will be occurring, but we are very happy to have him out of the hospital. So we love David. And also, happy Hanukkah. It was the third night of Hanukkah tonight. We did the menorah without you. That's fine. And also, we put up more Christmas decorations, so we're, like, super diverse. Matt Rule just tweeted, like, 40 emojis. So now I'm tweeting emojis as well. I'm going with the eyes. My favorite, the eggplant emoji. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. Never mind. Anyway. Can I tell you something funny that I overheard at Target today? Is it PG-13? <laughs> it's not. That's really how dirty is it? It's uh, these two teenage guys. I was showing Brielle some like gloves over in the sports section because our daughter is playing flag football, and literally there's a child standing there, and these two like college dudes are I don't know what they're doing. They're looking at sports stuff, and they walk by us, and one of them just casually is like, "Remember that time oh, no. I fell on my on my butt and I ripped my asshole?" And I was like, "There's an eight year old standing right here." And the guy looked at me and blinked. And then he, like, the other guy was like, yeah, I remember that time. And they just kept walking. Well. It was the craziest thing I've ever had happen at Target. I like it. That's not true. We've had a lot of crazy stuff happen at Target. That's true. Anyway, 
We'd like to join join you. Thank you. I'm so tired. I have so much signing day stuff. This is top five worst, best podcast ever. Yeah, you guys let us know if it was awful. I hope you guys were laughing, at least, in the car. Shelly, I was born in 1983. Oh, my God. In a tough village known as Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. In a rough neighborhood known as Cedar sinai Yeah, we don't need to go back to the history. All right. Have a good night, everyone. And is there going to be, like, a podcast recap of signing day? Yeah. We'll recap signing day. I'll recap Morgan State. I'll recap Shelby leaving me for the transfer portal. We're going to recap a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Thank you for joining us. Bear down. Bear down. Speaking of NIL and Transfer Portal, what's that movie where the the dude offers Woody Harrelson like a million dollars to sleep with his wife? Indecent Proposal? Yeah. I'm just, something to consider. Wait, did, did someone offer you a million dollars for your wife? No, someone offered you a million dollars for me. I'm big in this town.